0: Good morning, good morning, good morning. I recorded this episode months ago with Dawn. You've heard me talk about her on the podcast already. She is the lady that I go to, the beautiful soul that I go to for Reiki and energy healing and muscle testing and my full moon cleanse. She is just such a beautiful soul and she's so talented she has helped me so much i think i've been seeing her for 5 years now my first experience with freaky was wild absolutely wild i bawled my eyes out i experienced some spinning she knew nothing about what i was going through but at the end of the session it blew me away how much she knew and how much insight she had and throughout the course of the last five years, she has really helped me heal and level up and step into my own power. I go see her once every four weeks. That's a very important detail. I didn't go once and think, okay, I'm done. I'm good. I'm I'm on my way. No, this is part of my healing journey. This is part of my monthly routine just like you go get your hair done every 6 weeks or your nails done whatever it is this is more important to me than than even my hair and i never thought i'd say something like that but yeah this is more important to me than any other thing that i do as far as my personal care routine she is somebody that i go see in person for my energy healing she's got this amazing chakra crystal mat that you lay on and Uh, It's just, it's, it's so good. I take a nap. She clears my energy and I feel like a brand new dude when I walk out of there. She, she also gives me a sheet of notes from my session, which you'll hear us talk about, but I will refer back to those notes sometimes months later. It's really cool. Really, really cool to see what comes up in those sessions and what comes out of them. So, without further ado,
1: here is Miss
0: Dawn Olson from Holistic Works.
1: Yes, we really are doing it finally.
0: Finally, 15th time is a charm. That's right.
1: (sighs) And two eclipses and a full moon later. Right.
0: To my listeners, this is my friend Dawn, my friend and my soul sister and my reiki master and my wellness (laughs) master like let's talk about all of the things that you do for me
1: oh gosh well mostly i do the energy healing with the reiki um although i use the i teach reiki i know reiki but sometimes the energy that i feel and the things that happen during sessions it's not all just reiki (laughs) (laughs) But you know, you just go with it. So um, yes, so that well, is probably the most thing we've done. But
0: yes, and um, you have me on a full moon um, challenge that I do regularly. That has made a huge difference. And
1: how has it had made uh, made a huge difference for you? like what have you noticed since doing it or starting one
0: i have noticed it flushes me out and that sounds weird maybe um without getting into too many graphic details but i feel like it's it's a reset
1: for my totally. body yeah
0: and mentally emotionally all of the things
1: definitely um yeah the first time i did one like my shoulders dropped, my anxiety. I never had much. It's what I called anxiety. But I would always had a lot of tension in my neck and my jaw and my shoulders. And the first one I ever did with um, the company that I recommended to you Socor, um, my shoulders dropped. And it was like, wow, things don't feel as heavy as they did before. So, yeah. It helped my digestion. It helped my skin. It helped everything. So,
0: Yep, definitely helped my skin and my digestion. Um, I guess this
1: just occurred to
0: me now, but my cycle—is it Mm. possible that that helped improve my menstrual cycle too? Or is that? Yeah, because parasites.
1: No, it does totally. It's all connected because parasites can live anywhere in the body, including the uterus, including the ovaries and fallopian tubes and female organs of the sort um i've had other clients that have passed parasites um it's like in their urine even and yeah i think
0: i've told you that i've noticed weird not that you like see them it's just different it's different
1: exactly it's different. sometimes you do see them like the first time i did one i saw a good foot long monster so yeah sometimes you do but not always. Sometimes there are those microscopic parasites that like to morph and change into other things. So,
0: yep, yep. But. Cool. Okay, so yeah, my favorite thing is Reiki. I think that was like a real turning point in my healing. Um, Jenna <laughs> basically forced me to go to my first Reiki session, which <laughs> was with you. I remember Uh, that day. (laughs) It was amazing.
1: You were so nervous and you are like, well, whatever. And then you had like this big emotional release afterward. And you can totally see how your like old patterns started to really shift afterward. Each time I saw you was like a new Lindsay. 100%. It was
0: super cool. Yeah. I was at home and was working from home that day and Jenna called me and she's like, what are you doing? I'm like, ah, you know, I complained about my life like I did a lot back then. And she's like, okay, perfect. I'll see you in Black River in like an hour. And I'm like, uh, okay. But I think (laughs) I was just so sick of my day that I was like, sure, I'll get out of here. And, you know, they, Jenna and um, my mom had already, I think my mom went to before I did. And she Mm -hmm. would tell me about all of the amazing benefits from it. Um, But you don't know until you go and you really experience it. Exactly.
1: Exactly. And everyone is so different, right?
0: Yeah. And every session of ours has been so different. I think that's so cool.
1: (laughs) It is. It's very cool. Um, Because you can't make that up, right? Like the exactly. things that you sense and feel mm-hmm. during your session is different each time. And the things that I sense and feel during each session is different. And then the messages that come through for each session is different. Sometimes there's a pattern, but not very often. Um, Yeah. And yeah. I feel like with mine, you... they're always
0: different. Oh, sorry. Go ahead.
1: Well, I remember like afterward, you always tell me like you, have this, like, vision, this clear thought or clear picture Mm -hmm. during the session. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, I remember the first one. um, I did a lot of spinning. Mm -hmm. And it was very, um, God, that first one was very unique. Right? Yeah. But
1: you're not really spinning.
0: (laughs) Right. Um, yeah, I had a lot of physical sensations. I guess we should call it. But yeah, I, I bawled my eyes out, and and you didn't even know the stuff. No, like, really? you and I, you and I had never talked about any of what I was going through or any of my history. Right. And we and we got done, and you just told me all the things that I needed to hear. Right. It was it was wild.
1: Yeah, because we didn't really even, I mean, we knew of each other, but we didn't really know each other or been introduced in any way before that. So, right. So, yeah, it was pretty cool. And those are the sessions that make, like, my heart happy because I can see and feel how it touched you physically and emotionally. And, like, Mm -hmm. the changes that can happen because of that are pretty powerful.
0: Oh yeah, that's (laughs) what I went my first session with you was probably what, three years ago?
1: Or four? Yeah. Oh, it's coming up on four, I think.
0: Four years ago. Think about how much I have changed and how much you have helped me change in that four years. And how different the sessions are compared to what they were when I first started.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's night and day difference you know like Mm -hmm. in the beginning I remember there was a lot about um healing the old wounds and not just your wounds but like your family line of wounds and traumas and Mm -hmm. then now I, I don't even remember what they're really the most recent things have been I guess I don't really remember other than like being open and being in the flow and allowing things to come instead of trying to force things to come, I guess.
0: Right. And I feel like now there's more spirit guides than there were before. Do
1: you? Oh yeah. Yeah. Like it's totally not led by me. I mean, they're never really led by me. I just channel through the energy, but like, and you're more aware of them too, which brings them. Mm -hmm. more in focus so to speak Mm -hmm. so yeah pushing you and guiding you and and how old are you Lindsay
0: (gasps) well in real life I'm 38 okay
1: (laughs) I feel like there's been like a. are you familiar with like a solar return
0: no tell me more
1: So I'm not real familiar with solar return either, but like as we're speaking, I'm getting this vision of that's what's been happening over the last few years as part of that solar return, or we um, go back to where we should be, that normal, that sense of peace and calm and in the flow, so to speak. Um, I'll have to look more into it. I know I have some books on it, but I'm not really familiar with it, I guess. I've heard it, the term a few times and it just like has kept coming up since we started talking for you. So I'm like, oh, there's something with that. Oh,
0: there's something there then. <laughs> yep. <Yeah. laughs> so I, this was maybe a year or two ago. We had a session and I think you brought up, I'll have to look because I save all of your notes from all of my sessions, which I absolutely love that you do that, by the way.
1: Yeah. Because not everybody I, does. so. <laughs>
0: No. And I, you know, I've never really gone to anybody else for Reiki. So I didn't know that. And um, I will find myself going back to that sheet. Cause I go, what about every four weeks is what I try mm-hmm. to go to you for Reiki. And I will go back to that sheet multiple times, even, even over the course of a year, I'll go back to old ones, but it's really interesting how sometimes after we're done and, and we talk, Things Mm -hmm. click right away and other times it'll take me a day or a week or a month. And then it's like, Oh, that's what that was about. Yeah. Or I exactly Yeah, it's so cool.
1: It is. Um, It's very cool. I do the same thing with mine when I go get treatments and I write take notes or they I have them take notes. I go back and relook at them and a lot of times they don't always make sense the day of either, but Couple months or even a couple years down the road, and then you're like, Oh, that's what that (laughs) is. Yeah, yep,
0: yep, very cool. Yeah, you had said something about um, I have like a Native American spirit guide, or do you remember that, or messenger or history? No, I don't remember that. <laughs> Sorry. I have to look through yeah, how dare you not remember that? No. Just I know, right? I'll have to look through my messages or through my um through my notes on that because that's been coming up for me. There's something with this Native American thing. Okay. In the last couple of weeks and I have no idea what it is, but the more I look into it, the more curious I get about it. So something's there.
1: Yeah. Um And you just moved by the water too. So that's not too surprising that. And we just had all that flooding by your house. So that doesn't surprise me that more is coming to fruition around that.
0: Hmm. Yeah. You had mentioned that because I moved closer to the water, I will be getting more messages. What did you exactly mean by that?
1: Um, I don't know at the time when I told you what I meant, but right now it feels like to me (laughs) that that message is like because you're in a different space than you were previously by the water it also opens up your own intuition to hear and notice spirit guides and um ancestral helpers so to speak um to help guide you like I've Mm-hmm. Their presence is going to be um, more obvious, more obvious to you, yes, and in your space, mm-hmm. yeah. And there's something with your your land too that that property. So it'll be hmm. it'll be cool to see what happens. Yeah, I definitely felt drawn
0: here. I felt so drawn to the water. There is something about water
1: Mm mm-hmm well there's like no boundaries for water right Mm -hmm.
0: yeah definitely learned that last week
1: (laughs) right and there's really (laughs) not much resistance either because it'll just push through Mm -hmm. if there's enough water and enough force so and it's very calming and soothing all at the same time yeah but ancestors like to travel like energetically along the energy lines too of the water. So. Okay. Just in g- general, that's been my
0: experience anyway. That's so interesting. I had this vision of this huge angel over the water right outside my front door. Ooh, I got like, bumps. Yeah. I, so, I often, and this is that's exactly where I'm sitting right now. When I meditate in the morning, I sit on the futon upstairs, looking out the patio door at the water. And there's this backwater that comes out and meets the river right across from that door. Mm-hmm. And I had this vision of this angel right there, and she's just hanging out there, and she's white and gold and just flowy and Yeah, Yeah, I got goosebumps, too. Um,
1: You'll have to journal on that and see what comes through. Like, I feel like there will be a lot of automatic writing with her mm -hmm. Mm. where you just put pen to paper and it just flows. It's like her way of communicating with you in a way that you can understand better.
0: Yeah, I'll have to try that. You know, me and writing. I love I love to journal.
1: It's very therapeutic and healing. Like, and you can sort out a lot of things just by writing, putting pen to paper. Oh, and yeah. That's I know. Some people will say, "Well, I get on my laptop," and I'm like, "It's just not the same." Like, no, I have the flow and the rhythmic motion of the pen and that's, like, just the whole process of it. I guess
0: there's something about moving it out of your body through
1: pen to paper. Exactly. Exactly. It's not just the words that are being written. It's Mm -hmm. feeling it and letting it go out. Mm -hmm. 100%.
0: Yep. Um, And I guess that's maybe just a trick with me. Like, I have a hard time remembering people's names, but if I write them, I will remember them forever. It's so, it's also like must be like my personality trait or something, but writing something out is definitely the way I. Process things and Mm. absorb things and learn things. So much there. Agreed. (sighs) Yeah. Let's talk about all the things you do. You're so damn good at everything you do. Let's talk about nutrition testing. And what's your favorite part of your job? My favorite Mm. part of my
1: job. Um, is seeing the light bulb come on or the life come back in somebody's eyes, whether it's with a energy healing session or it's with a muscle testing session or a reading over the phone. Like you can, it's so crazy, but you can sense and feel what's happening through the phone line, right? When somebody is having those aha moments as you're conversing with them. So Mm -hmm. that is the favorite part about my job. And then the second favorite thing would be those people that are willing to do the work. And I can be a resource for them to do the work on themselves, whether it's with, you know, nutrition or with emotions or ways to clear, not clear, but heal ancestral lines. Because if you start doing the work, then it helps future generations and the previous generations heal as well. And it's so cool that you and your mom are doing this at different stages of your life, but you're mm-hmm. on similar journeys too. So it's cool.
0: Yeah. Healing um, generations.
1: Mm-hmm. It's powerful. It's and very then, powerful. You know, like, Teaching or not really even teaching, but guiding somebody to listen to their own intuition and their own innate intelligence, whether it's, you know, like you said, like you were drawn to the um, new home that you live in Um, and your intuitive senses were like guiding and pushing you there because it felt right. It's the same way with food. If we pay attention. We eat the right things, the things that nourish our body um, and not just feed an emotion. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, There's so much. I could just go on and on and on about it all (laughs) because it all makes me excited. It all makes me happy because even if somebody only sees me one time, I made an impact on that person, that one moment that's going to change how they view things or think about things. Um, Whether Mm -hmm. they want to acknowledge all the information I gave them in their visit or not, they still have that thought in the back of their brain. Like, huh. Maybe it's it's a two degree shift. Yeah, exactly. You won't ever be the same again after you come see me. (laughs) (laughs) In the best way. In the best ways. I hope anyway, I hope, I mean, I don't (laughs) want to make anybody mad, but, there are people that aren't in alignment and they're not ready to hear everything that is said at an appointment too. And that's okay. Those people don't have to come back. I don't have any grudges against them for it.
0: Riff a little bit more on um, healing generations. Like I I understand what you mean by that. um, But I just want to make sure we're clear with that for the listeners who maybe haven't tried Reiki before and don't know what we're talking about.
1: Um, so it doesn't, it's not just with Reiki, but with any healing modality, if a person comes in and is willing to have a session and do the work on themselves, they will typically have some type of generational trauma or, um, how do I want to say it? Patterning or Patterning. Within their body, within their physical body, within their energy body, their DNA, their cellular makeup is those of their parents and those of their grandparents and those of their grandparents' parents. So it goes back seven generations. So the person on my table or another healer's table doing the work for themselves heals that pattern from those generations up to seven generations back and up to seven generations forward. we Because with healing energetically, and which will cause the physical healing too, we can change the DNA. So like your children's DNA is going to be different than your DNA already. But they also have their father's DNA, which may have some different patterns in it that need some help or assistance too. And because you're doing the work, it's automatically feeding into their energy as well and I know from recent events you've had some light-hearted experiences with your daughter right yep um mm-hmm. and seems anxious with her and those aren't just because she's like changing as a teenager but because mom's doing the work which is opening up her energy for new and better things too and different perspectives. And you staying true to you. Is helping her to heal. Her stuff. Your stuff. And her dad's stuff. And her grandparents stuff. So it just keeps going and going and going. Until those patterns. Don't keep repeating. So we change the pattern. To a healthy pattern. Within the body. Within the DNA. Within the cellular structure. The mind. The body. The spirit. The soul. Like it all just changes and it shifts and it gets better and it's healed so that hopefully when your children's children's grandchildren have children they won't still be working on the same things that Lindsay's working on right or that I'm working on or whoever is working on Mm
0: -hmm. yeah so even um even my daughter is working on her children and her grandchildren's healing essentially because of the work that I'm doing and that she's experiencing through me. Correct. Right? Correct.
1: And it looks different oh, isn't, than everybody, but it's so beautiful.
0: Yeah. How exciting is that? I mean, to know that you, as we all know, I mean, our parents aren't, um, the, when we say trauma, like we didn't, we're not talking big T trauma. It's, it's stuff that, well-meaning parents don't even know that they're really? doing most of the time
1: yeah
0: um exactly. it's just the conditioning. they don't know what
1: they don't know it's conditioning it's programming it's that generational pattern well this is the way my parent did it or mm-hmm. um or it's a learned behavior because of
0: a circumstance that a grandparent lived in like we were talking last night about um like my grandparents, for example, they grew up in a time where it was totally different than us. You didn't um, start businesses. You worked for a company forever and you collected a pension and you had, you know, da, 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 da. Exactly. Living through all of that creates a pattern and creates a program to keep you safe.
1: Exactly. Yeah. You, do, you don't go outside of that that pattern because then, whoa, Weird things are going to happen. You're not going to be safe. You're not going to be protected. But Mm -hmm. the opposite is true.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Because you're listening to your own inner guidance system and your own intuition and not following those patterns, those conditions, uh, just because it's the way it's always been done, doesn't mean that that's the way it should be done anymore. Right.
0: So. Yeah. Ben had found this video, um, like on Facebook or something. And it was about these monkeys, these five monkeys, the study that was done, five monkeys that live in, a uh, uh, environment and there's a banana at the top of the ladder. And every time they climb to the top of the ladder to get the banana, they get, they all get sprayed with water. And so over time, anytime one of the monkeys would climb up there, the others would rip them down to prevent them from all getting sprayed
1: with water. Have you seen this? I have not seen this video. <laughs> I bet eventually they don't go after the banana anymore.
0: Exactly. So then they take one of the monkeys out and they introduce a new monkey who doesn't understand the whole water concept. So he tries to climb up and they all rip him down because the old the other monkeys are so programmed to be fearful of the water and they keep redoing this and, until there's all five new monkeys, none of them have been sprayed with water, but they still keep ripping each other off the ladder because of that old program.
1: Yep. That old program. And it's not even like family. Even lines real. There. I mean, yeah. it's just patterning and conditioning and like, nope, we're, that whole frequency and vibration is spread throughout them.
0: Mm-hmm
1: crazy no i have not seen that but i will look at it now just as a reference
0: yeah i thought it was kind of cool and it's it's so relatable to society you know we all live in these um our society wants to keep you in this box and keep you living this way and when you try to go outside of that box then people because of fearful old programming try to keep you safe and keep you within contained within
1: Mm-hmm. And that can look like many different ways, right? Somebody could come at you, well, because I love you, I don't think you should do this. Yeah. Or do you really think that's safe? Do you really? <laughs> yeah. You know. All like things. my grandpa
0: with me in the house and you did that wrong because I didn't have a house lined up before I sold my old house and oh man, he was a nervous wreck for me. Total nervous wreck.
1: See, you didn't need to be nervous at all because he took it all on.
0: Yep. Yeah. Yeah, he took on all of that nervousness for nothing.
1: For nothing to be worried about. Because you had faith and trust and you knew. You had that Mm -hmm. feeling. Mm -hmm. And you never wavered where many people would have wavered and gone into fear Mm -hmm. or questioned or doubted they were on the right path because it wasn't all exactly the way they thought it should be. <laughs> right. But, so good yeah. for you.
0: Oh, well, thank you. I wasn't really looking for a pet on the back. I just want to give an example of like how that can look in real life.
1: Exactly. Exactly. But also that example of you stay true to what you knew and you didn't waver. Mm-hmm. So. It does deserve a pat on the back, Lindsay.
0: Well, thank you. Well, I just hope I oh. inspire people to um, trust their intuition more. We all have that inner knowing. It's just that usually we
1: suppress it. And we're taught to suppress it. Like you know, when you're a little kid and you would have an imaginary friend or um you may have had a visionary dream that you express to your parents and they may not have been open to hear any of it. <laughs> and they're, mm-hmm. you know, would tell you that's nonsense or it's make believe we don't talk like that. All of those conditioned behaviors. Mm-hmm. When in reality, we would all be more aware and awake, so to speak, if we didn't have to relearn who we really are.
0: Oh, that is so true. That is so true. We are more ourselves as children than we are as adults. And if we only um, recognize that earlier in life, obviously we've recognized that now, but looking back how we are so trained to suppress that intuition and ignore that, Mm -hmm. you know, once you are growing up and you're going to school. and
1: They say the average in many of my teachings has been, We're very aware and awake until about age seven. Then other people's opinions and that conditioning starts to play a role in our life, you know, because up until then, they don't care if they throw fit. They don't care if they, you know, but are they told Mm -hmm. that's a good behavior? No, they're told that's a bad behavior instead of, okay, what emotion are you really trying to express and honoring what that little one is trying to, Come across, or maybe they just need you down on their level for two minutes, versus Mm -hmm. stop throwing a fit, or that's bad behavior. You know, just to
0: acknowledge that they're having a
1: feeling. Exactly, acknowledge that they're having a feeling, and maybe that's the only way they know how to express whatever feeling it is, Mm -hmm. because they're little. Mm -hmm. They don't always know the difference between sad and frustrated. Yep. Yeah, so they say it starts around age seven where we start to lose or become conditioned easier than Mm. that's so early, so early, and I think it's happening earlier with all of like the electronics and things like that. Mm -hmm. Yep, (laughs) because parents aren't taking the time to just be with their kids as much as they could.
0: Electronics they just really make <laughs> me so mad. Oh, I know. We're all guilty. It's mm-hmm. it's so hard to <laughs> so hard to know what to do. Like I never thought I would let my son have um what does he have? A switch or an Xbox and I'm the one who bought him the stupid Xbox and now I'm like, oh. God, how do we get rid of this stupid thing? I just I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it.
1: Right. But, but he probably requested it at some point. Yeah. And you wanted to make him happy, but mm-hmm. in reality, they'd probably be just as happy playing a card game with mom around the table on a Friday night. Well,
0: I feel like that would be such a better way to to live and spend your
1: time. Yeah. I am so thankful like when my older kids were young. We didn't have that, so we didn't have to worry about it so much, I guess, because we didn't didn't have it. Like, they had very few electronic toys, or there was no cell phone. so (laughs) (laughs) I was very thankful for that now. I didn't know it then, but I sure am now. But, yeah. I don't envy parents that have that now.
0: Uh, um, I do think that You know, like the parents that are my age, um, we recognize the damage it's done. And so hopefully we can kind of turn, turn the ship around here a little bit, but, and maybe it'll be better for future generations who now know that there's a lot more damage that can happen.
1: Exactly. Exactly. You got anything coming up? I'm doing more spirit parties lately. Oh,
0: yeah. You talked about that.
1: Yeah. So So. I go to somebody else's house or venue. Um, It's usually from five to ten people. And I just do, I can do like a group reading with them or individual readings for like 15 or 20 minutes at those spirit parties. So it's been
0: pretty fun, actually. but. And what kind of reading do you, is it like a, um, intuitive? Do you use, what do you, how do you do it? How does so, it work? So
1: I bring a deck of cards with, and it depends on what I'm drawn to for that particular party. But I only draw cards as like a confirmation card at the end of a reading. And as you know, I'm wonky and I'm not like everybody else. So <laughs> I usually start reading their energy field. And there are mm-hmm. seven energy centers or chakras. And whatever mm-hmm. information those areas give me is what I relay to them. And sometimes um, spirit guides, angels, um, lost loved ones on the other side come through too with messages for them. So I just do my best to give them whatever comes through they get um, during okay. that 15 or 20 minutes. And then I also allow them to record the session Or Mm. write it down. I bring a notepad with two for them. So So they have something to go back and reference. If they so choose. Yeah, those are fun. Mm, That's Um, cool.
0: Yeah. And so drawing a card does not mean drawing a business card.
1: (laughs) No, sorry. Oracle cards. Um, I love (laughs) Oracle cards. I've got a couple tarot decks. I'm not real keen on tarot. And I don't. I don't know why I just roll with it. Right. Yep. Um. But I have them for a reason. Too. Sometimes I do them for myself. So, but Oracle mm-hmm. cards are more of like the direct message. So say I did a reading for Lindsay. Well, even with Reiki sessions, sometimes I will pull a, a confirmation or clarity card. Um, mm-hmm. But it usually confirms everything I've said throughout the session. And there's a message with each card. And usually the picture in itself will be a message too. Even if whatever the definition of the message is on that particular card, sometimes the picture the person reads is something different. But whatever makes sense to them is what it's supposed to be. My favorite though, um, decks are from Alana Fairchild. All of her decks. The Sacred Rebel Decks, the Kwan Yin Oracle, the Earth Warriors, and she's got she's got several, but her messages are so clear that there's no doubt. Like whatever mm. question you have, there's no doubt in the answer that she gives in those those guidebooks and on the oracle cards. And also, she always gives a healing at the end of each message too. So that's my favorite deck, and I also like. Um, Rebecca Campbell's decks a lot. and her Yeah, you gave me
0: like, my first one. Sorry. I think so. But I Rebecca don't remember Campbell, what you, one. Yeah, I don't know either. Um, I don't mean to interrupt you, though. Go ahead, Re- Rebecca okay. Campbell.
1: Um, so she's got the Lightworkers Oracle and then the Starseed Oracle. And hers, too, have very powerful... Meanings and messages, especially if you're into astrology, or um, you feel connected to extraterrestrials, or like um, for me, it's the Palladian sisters. Okay. So those are the seven star constellation together, and I have a whole story about how that happened, but it's kind of wild. I should tell you. You we'll have to tell me that. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, anyway, I'm really drawn to her cards too, just because of that. But, um, do you remember the eclipse of 2017?
0: Do I remember
1: the eclipse? No. Yeah. Okay. So I was probably a year and a half, two years into like my Reiki journey and becoming a Reiki master and a crew and a Reiki master and my friend Shannon Amberg, who also has her own intuitive business, um, we went stargazing after an event together. And I'm not, uh, at this time, I was not familiar with the planets or anything like that and how they work. Um, but I had started with like shortness of breath and heart palpitations from that May till sub- August when the eclipse happened. Huge mm. physical shift happening within me. But we were stargazing, and she's showing me an app on her phone of the constellations and what they mean. And as we're going to the Palladian sisters, and I'm looking at her phone, and I look up at the constellation in my with my own physical eyes, I had this huge, like, ball-bearing pressure go through the center of my forehead, down my body, and out my feet. And I literally fell to the ground. Oh, my God. Yeah first experience with them I literally fell to the ground and she picked me up and of course she's concerned like are you okay I'm like well I don't know what just happened but this is what happened what I felt and she's (laughs) like oh my god I think they just courted you so during those next few months leading up to the eclipse I totally got messages from those seven Pleiadian sisters and felt their energy working within me and um my daughter and I had the same dreams during that time It was super wild and super crazy. And then the clips happened and all those physical sensations in my body went away. Mm. I didn't have heart palpitations anymore. I didn't. um, I felt like I was wired all the time. I I felt like my skin was um, buzzy, like those electrical pulses. Yeah. That's what it felt like all the time. It was the wildest thing ever. And then after the clips... And I was gone. Down. It was gone. Yeah. So Crazy. every once in a while. Yeah. Right. Talk about not being able to make something up. And I would have never <laughs> ever right. dreamed that I would experience anything like that. But I totally did. But yeah. And now, like, when I meditate, I can still communicate with those Palladian sisters. And I can still see there's like this, um, Silver cord or strand that's connected to them and me during that session and get information. It's wild. (laughs) Can't make it up. Can't make it up. Can't make it up. And, but again, it took that for to really shift like me into being more aware and honoring who I am and this everything I experience, feel, see, sense, know is real versus my ego mind would talk me out of everything like you know that Mm -hmm. intuition where you know you shouldn't go this way but you go because it's the right way Mm -hmm. you know those kinds of feelings like I honor that now like if my intuition says don't go a certain direction I don't go that direction or if it tells me that I should go do south or north or whatever I just follow it or turn here turn there I just go with it now. like, And it's flowed within my business, which ebbs and flows with that as well. And just about everything in my life. I just honor a lot more. And I don't know that I would have had that not happened in 2017. but
0: It was the jolt that you needed to like wake up and realize your power.
1: Exactly. Exactly.
0: Yeah, it's funny. You know, I think back to... A darker time um, when I was my intuition, I, I was ignoring it. And now, mm-hmm. after trusting it so much, and it, it is my guide, it is my guide. And looking back at what I used to do and how I used to ignore it, I just can't imagine. No wonder I was full of anxiety. No wonder I was a total freaking mess. I was constantly ignoring my intuition. And my body yep. was trying to tell me that and it got me, got my attention several ways. Um, but yeah, that's so cool that you had that experience. That reminded me, you yeah. brought up your daughter. Um, why don't you tell the story um, as to how you
1: first tried Reiki? Because that was with your daughter, right? Um, that was with my middle daughter um, yeah. and my youngest daughter too. Um And my journey started because of her journey, honestly, with her health, because I had worked in the medical field and she was sick from the time she was two months old till she was five when we found muscle testing and Reiki. Um, But watching her get better and seeing her grow and shift and change with it is what led me to do it. And also because... At the time I learned Reiki, I thought it was more ex- inexpensive for me to learn it and do it on my family than it was for me to keep paying again. Oh, yeah. I was not listening to my intuition. <laughs> I was ignoring, ignoring, mm-hmm. like, thinking, oh, this is just more cost effective. I'll just do that. But <laughs> once I had my first class, and it, again, it was another, like, doorway that uh, a moment an aha moment. Um, I remember getting my attunement and I was sitting in this vortex, like this tornado vortex of colors. And I was literally sucking in the two people next to me because of this vortex. Oh my God. Right. Can't make it up. And I remember like, it, I almost falling off my chair because it was spinning so much, like similar to your first Reiki session when you felt like the table was spinning the room was spinning, but it was like a hundred times amplified at that point. So yeah, then again, like more intuitive senses. The ones that I'd always known were there, but I ignored them were more (laughs) obvious. and I couldn't ignore them anymore. So it just led to the next class and the next class. And then I'm going to go for my holistic nutrition. Then I go for muscle testing. Then I go for advanced muscle testing and more nutrition. And it's just the learning is never ending and I feel like the more I learn, the more I wanna know. hmm Like it's just 100%. growth. Yeah. And that part is also very exciting. Cause otherwise wouldn't life be boring if we just didn't yeah. want to learn. There anything? was a finish
0: line. Yeah. Well, right. and I think we wanna learn
1: more or you wanna learn
0: more because you're you're continually validating how useful and meaningful and enriching it is
1: exactly like i think back to anessa and like who'd have thought that it was the can lining the bpa lining and the vegetables that triggered all of her stuff oh that's what it was that's what it was when we first started with muscle testing yeah and mind you like she was nurse so she was almost three so Mm -hmm. i did a lot of work on myself According to the mm-hmm. doctors, you know, I changed my diet and took vitamins and, but nobody ever told me that. And what? And so we went to a muscle testing.
0: Did, was she having seizures or what was she having that caused you to go um, seek? So
1: if I look back, like all of her symptoms started when she was two months old with her first set of vaccines and her little legs would swell up so bad and she would scream for 16 hours at a time until she was so exhausted she couldn't cry anymore she wouldn't eat she wouldn't drink and then she would get an ear infection well then there was an antibiotic the antibiotic destroyed her digestion so then we would have every stomach bug there was and be in the hospital because she would be dehydrated and that pattern just continued on until she was five and we did um Oh, God, we saw doctors at Mayo and Rochester. We saw doctors at um, at UW-Madison. We saw doctors at Children's Hospital in Marshfield. And nobody ever told me that stuff. (laughs) So all of those hundreds of thousands of dollars of testing and hospital stays and CT scans and MRIs, and nobody, nobody told me that. God.
0: Doesn't it make you it mad? could have
1: been chemical sensitivity. Yes. And that is exactly why I couldn't work in that environment anymore because a lot of doctors and I'm back in that environment now because my guides led me there, but for whatever reason, mm-hmm. um, but they don't listen. Doctors don't listen or they don't hear what they're being told by their patients either. Mm-hmm.
0: It's
1: just quick and fast and Take Go another pill. Specialist. Take another pill. I mean, not that there aren't good doctors out there. There are, and there is a time and a place for medicine and doctors. But I so wish they could look at somebody and say, let's stop drinking Mountain Dew and eating crap and see if that makes any changes. Right. Before we start a
0: so you or, went through all of that went to, and did all that testing, and then you found someone to do um, – why can't I find the words? Nutritional testing or muscle testing? Which one?
1: Um, it's It was called um, nutrition response testing. Um, okay.
0: And that's when you found the, the chemical sensitivity.
1: Correct. Yep. Yep. So um, – and then – we still do that, but she's on a more maintenance because that was 10 years ago now. So mm-hmm. she's pretty aware of what happens in her body when she eats certain things. Does she ignore it because she's a teenager? Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, we also have to have the human experience. So I guess right. I try to cut her some slack and say, well, can you take some supplements or some remedies to help with that?
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, And supplements balance. are
1: just that. Balance, exactly. And supplements are just that. They're supplements. They're not meant to be taken forever, especially the same one forever. Um, but w- we have phases and layers that we have to peel back and heal. And sometimes you just need them.
0: Right. Yeah. And that, you've taught me to trust my body as far as like, well, you know that I have Um, several different supplements that I've gotten from Mm -hmm. you and it's interesting how every once in a while I'll be like oh I think I need that if I I'll just I'll open the cabinet and I'll see something and I I now know to like trust that okay trust that inner knowing that maybe I need that and usually it helps me straighten out whatever it is that I'm going through like if I'm not sleeping really well or I don't know you know
1: exactly but digestion i don't re- know if you remember from the first time you came in for muscle testing or not but my goal is never to keep you on them forever but to bri- provide you with that toolbox so you can use your own internal guidance like okay i have this and what can i use it for or I mm-hmm. have this and i'm feeling this way or like you said i'm drawn to this for whatever reason and it helps yep that's so cool yeah yeah I (laughs) try.
0: You try. You do so well. You've helped me so much, and you've helped my mom so much. And in turn, you've helped generations of our families. So I am so blessed to have you.
1: Right back at you, babe. (laughs) Uh,
0: Thank you. So, um, how can people work with you? How can people find you? Do you want to tell them?
1: Um, So, the best is to text me. Social again. Electronics don't work real well for me, so social media is not my friend either. Um, but I do have a Facebook page um, at Holist, uh, Holistic Works, I think LLC, and Instagram is Dawn's Holistic Works, I believe. Um, and I do have a website, although it's not real updated. But I do have a website, and email, and word of mouth.
0: Yep. Just or people can just reach
1: out to me, and I can connect you. Yep, um, I do do some like holistic fairs and things like that too. So you can always go to those. Maybe I'll be there. Maybe I won't. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: and you see people for nutrition testing and or nutrition and muscle testing and Reiki typically on Thursdays
1: thursdays for now yep and saturday mornings yep and that's at my home in taylor and then every other thursday in on alaska at nap chiropractic and wellness center
0: and you also do virtual appointments which i I was skeptical about i was very skeptical and i will say that it's it's the same it's the same other than i like to go and see your beautiful face and be in your energy
1: Yep, it works just as good because we are all energy and energy flows through all time, space, and reality. So, Mm -hmm. yep, I can do energy healing through. Um, So you can lay in your own bed and I can text you or message you when the session is over and we can converse about how that session went. And with muscle testing, same thing. Like we can talk on the phone right here and I can muscle test a whole conversation and see what we need.
0: I didn't know you could do it that way too. I guess I only realized you did Reiki that way.
1: Yep. I can do muscle testing that way too. So cool. Yep. It is cool. It is cool. Yeah. I love it.
0: And and I have, I like that I have made it a part of my routine. Like it is every four weeks that I come see you. And when I am not in that routine, I can totally feel the difference.
1: Crazy, huh? It is. <laughs> I That would probably be like my New Year's goal next year is to make more people aware that if it's more part of their routine, like getting their hair done or getting yep. their nails done, that they will be, they will feel yeah. physically and emotionally so much more balanced.
0: Yeah. It's, um, it just keeps you in line,
1: keeps you aligned. Exactly. Alignment like the chiropractor does too. They keep you in alignment Mm -hmm. with your spine and I keep you in alignment with your energy and your spiritualism and all the good stuff. Yes. Well, all right. I'm glad
0: we got this done. I'm sorry it's taken so long. Me (laughs) too.
1: No, all in divine timing. I don't get worked up about anything, so... That's right. Because what's what?
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: It doesn't feel good, and this too shall pass. So on to the next thing. What do you got to say about uh,
0: solar? What's what's going on in the solar system right now or coming up?
1: I don't know what's going on in the solar system. I do know that we just had those two eclipses and the full moon, which I felt it. Like, I still feel hungover from it, kind of. (laughs) <laughs> um <laughs> I know um like sometimes when there's solar flares I'll get a headache, that kind of thing. So be aware of that. Um or when there's like for me, if there's a hurricane mm, or yeah. some type of strong storm like that, I feel it in my body as it's happening. Um and then I'll be like, What the fuck's going on? And, <laughs> flip, the news will come on. And I'm like, Oh, okay. That makes sense. Or, um, I know there's this thing going on and oh God, where is it? A war or something new one. Anyway, I felt that building up and then it happened. Oh yeah. There's a lot of <clears throat>
0: energy that's being felt there. Um, and isn't that yeah. in- interesting how we can feel that energy from halfway across the world or all the way across the world. But we can also yeah. remember that our positive energy can also be felt across the world. And so every time exactly. we are working on our positive energy and, and changing that for the good, it impacts the world.
1: Exactly. Or even recognizing that it it's not always your energy that you're feeling.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, if you're feeling heavy or down or blue, ask if it's yours. Ask yourself if it's your energy. Or maybe you're feeling that shit from across the world.
0: Yep. You are. You, know, you brought that up to me. There. You brought that up to me a while ago. And, um, yeah, I know that I was holding other people's energy. And it was making, because I, I couldn't figure out what was going on. But I was holding other people's energy. And... Um, your advice was to picture myself in like a white bubble and nobody's energy can um penetrate that and that, you know, my showering white light is encasing me as I walk through the world and to not allow people's energy to drag me down or
1: exactly it's affect just me in a negative it way. Away.
0: Yeah, shielding exactly. perfect.
1: Shielding it. Shielding it away from you um but it's the shield can get worn down too so when you're feeling that like I don't know what the fuck's going on but I don't feel like myself and I don't have a reason to not feel like myself that's when it's usually somebody else's stuff that's attached to you Mm. that's the best way I can describe it like I don't know but I'm not myself and it's not mine so yeah block it away um and that's where I would say, like, wash your hands more frequently with intention, washing away other people's energy, everything that doesn't belong to you, or taking a shower with intention, like, the that water washing over you is literally washing away all the negative energy or whatever. It's also good for kids, like, when they don't, they can't communicate that. That Mm -hmm. when they were at school, they picked up everybody's energy and they feel like crap. But you can say, let's take a shower and wash it away. Or, you know, like intend to build that bubble up so that you don't take on the world's problems.
0: That kind of thing. And water can be healing just, you know, in a
1: shower too. Exactly. Exactly. mm -hmm. It's all about intention. And intention is energy and frequency, so...
0: That is a repeating message for me today.
1: (sighs) (laughs) No surprise, right? No surprise.
0: Right. Exactly. All right, love. Well, thank you so much for doing this and I will add your contact information to show notes and I will talk to you soon.
1: Great. Have a good night. Love you. You too.
0: Love you. Bye.